1: Amid booster shot limbo, decisions are falling to doctors. With insurers rolling back COVID waivers, patients are getting big bills. And Walgreens acquires a majority stake in specialty pharmacy company Shields Health. It's all coming up on today's episode of Just Healthcare Daily. It's Wednesday, September 22nd, and I'm Alex Olgan with GIST Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a rating or review. It helps other listeners find the show. Amid the confusion about who exactly qualifies for a booster dose of the COVID vaccines, individual physicians are left to make the call. The Food and Drug Administration has already approved booster shots for some patients who are immunocompromised, people with organ transplants, blood cancers, or who are taking drugs that weaken their immune systems. The FDA is likely to take up the recommendation of its outside panel and approve the Pfizer-BioNTech booster shots for those 65 and older and those who are at high risk of severe COVID, as long as they got their second dose at least six months ago. In the meantime, physicians say the current guidelines leave out some immunocompromised patients who could really benefit from the shot. Some organizations, like the James Cancer Hospital in Ohio, are contacting cancer patients and others with weakened immune systems to schedule third doses. But as with the initial vaccine rollout, the lines about who needs the shots aren't always super clear. One D.C. physician told the Wall Street Journal she's advising those living with severely immunocompromised people to get the shots, as well as recommending them to people who work in high-risk jobs, even though the FDA hasn't fully approved it for them yet. In order to get a COVID booster shot at the big retail pharmacy chains, CVS and Walgreens, consumers don't need to provide proof that they qualify, just sign a form attesting that they do. Moderna has already submitted approval for a third dose. And Tuesday, Johnson & Johnson said in a press release, a second dose of the company's vaccine two months after the first dose increased antibody levels in a clinical trial and raised efficacy and protection from symptomatic to severe disease from 74% to 94%. J&J is submitting the data to U.S. regulators as they consider whether to authorize booster shots. Although unlike the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines, which offer high protection that seems to wane a little bit over time, a large study of nearly 400,000 J&J vaccine recipients found protection held steady at least five months after the shot. Now that most insurers are no longer waiving patient cost sharing for COVID treatments like they did earlier in the pandemic, Many COVID patients are and will continue to be on the hook for high hospital bills. Close to 90% of fully insured private health plans were waiving out-of-pocket costs for COVID-related hospitalizations earlier in the pandemic, according to a Kaiser Family Foundation analysis. But starting this summer and fall, those waivers are expiring, and as of August, almost three-quarters of the largest health insurers in each state are no longer covering those costs for patients. Exceptions are Vermont and New Mexico, which are requiring fully insured plans to cover the full cost of COVID testing and treatment. These decisions fell to the states because there aren't federal rules requiring insurers to waive these costs. Many payers did so voluntarily at the dawn of the pandemic. COVID hospitalizations are expensive. An analysis from Fair Health found hospital charges vary significantly, but on average, hospitals are billing more than $70,000 for general COVID hospitalizations and up to $300,000 for complex cases, which can include ventilators, ICU care, medications, and transfusions. More health plans will likely stop waiving out of pocket costs in October. The national public health emergency is set to expire October 17th, although the Biden administration could extend it, as it has done several times before. Walgreens Boots Alliance announced it's acquiring a majority share in specialty pharmacy company Shields Health for $970 million. The Staunton, Massachusetts-based company, was founded in 2012. It works with 70 health system partners, including UMass Memorial Medical Center, Stanford Healthcare, and Common Spirit, to set up their own on-site specialty pharmacies to provide medications for patients with complex conditions that require specific cold storage or other handling requirements. Walgreens has had a minority stake in Shields since 2019. With this investment, it will now have a 71% share in the company, with the option to fully acquire it in the future. The deal is expected to close in February of next year. Walgreens CEO Roz Brewer said this acquisition builds on the company's core pharmacy business and expands Walgreens' healthcare reach. Earlier this year, Walgreens completed its $1 billion investment in Chicago-based primary care company VillageMD to increase the pace and scale at which it's opening clinics. Over the next four years, Walgreens and VillageMD plan to open 600-plus clinics in more than 30 cities. Taking a look at healthcare stocks on the news of J&J's booster increasing antibody levels, shares of the pharmaceutical company were trading up 0.44%. Shares of other COVID vaccine makers were mixed. Pfizer was down 0.63%, and Moderna was up 2.5%. The healthcare sector was trading up a little more than a tenth of a percent on Tuesday. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. GIST Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare.